welcome to the Wagner Ministries International Podcast. As you listen to this message, our prayer is that you would be motivated and empowered to follow Christ and lead others to Him. Enjoy. Bless you. I want to welcome you to the Wagner Ministries International Podcast today. Here in our studio, we have myself, Evangelist Kevin Wagner, and uh, my son and colleague in the work of the gospel, my uh, Evangelist Joshua Wagner. And for the last couple episodes, we have been going through, working through, my son Joshua's excellent book called Go, which was published a, uh, about three years ago. And today we're going to keep working through it. I know last on the last podcast, we went through the five different great commissions that Jesus has given us as believers uh, in the four Gospels in the book of Acts. And now today we're going to keep moving forward into uh, into more revelations from the Word of God and from Josh's book. And so, Josh, do you want to tell us a little bit about what we're going to be encountering today? Yeah, you know, one of the things that I wanted to share today is um, on the significance of Jesus' last words. The subtitle for this book is, His Last Words Are First Priority. And I, one of the things I, I do in the book um, closing out the first chapter is I talk about an epitaph Mm -hmm. and an epitaph is a, is a word that describes the sort of statement, um, that is put on a person's tombstone when they die. You know, if you've ever walked through a cemetery, you'll find tombstones and sometimes there will be pictures of the person, um, who died there, um, Usually a tombstone will have the date of birth and the date of death. Sometimes if it's a joint tombstone, it may have a date of marriage. And then one thing that almost every tombstone has is an epitaph, which is a a phrase or a statement that's written about the deceased person. It's sort of the final way that that person wants to be remembered. What's the last, that lasting memory that that the individual wants to be remembered by? The one sentence sort of that defines that person. And of all the things that the deceased person wants to say or leave with those left behind, the epitaph word. And and as I think about the significance of that, um, you know, I think about how important that epitaph is to the individual that's gone. And as a result, I think about Jesus and what what is his epitaph? Now, it's obviously different because one of the great things about Jesus, of course, is that uh, you can go to where he was laid when he died and you'll find the tomb empty. And, of course, that's because he did not stay dead. Three days after his death, he rose from the dead. And so there is no tombstone for Jesus. There's only an empty tomb. And as a result, we do not have an epitaph that is written on a tombstone. And yet, what we sort of have is a living epitaph. Because while Jesus did not stay dead, he did leave this earth. And he actually had an opportunity to leave this earth while sharing with his closest disciples his own version of an epitaph. And that is the final words he wanted to leave with his disciples. Um, and, and that's what we've been discussing in the last few episodes of this podcast. The Great Commission was his last will and testament. His, his 
not his dying breath, but the last words he spoke before he ascended up to heaven. Go into all the world, preach the gospel, make disciples. That was what Jesus wanted to leave us with. And I find it so important that we prioritize that which Jesus chose to prioritize right at the end of his life. You know, Dad, if you've ever been around people who are dying or near death, when you get to them, you don't want to just shoot the breeze. Those people don't want to just talk about the weather or politics. They realize this may be the very last time they share anything with That's you. True. And so in that moment, their words are calculated and important. They want to share something that will have lasting significance. And when Jesus chose those final moments before he ascends to the Father, never to see these disciples again on earth, when he chooses those words, they must have been so important, so significant. And, of course, those are the words of the Great Commission. Yes, I mean, that's absolutely right. It's, uh, it's such a legacy. It's really a legacy that Jesus was leaving with his disciples and us, isn't it? Absolutely. And and so what we see is that the ministry of Jesus that he has left us is the ministry of the Great Commission. And if if it's, you know, if Jesus says something once, we should obey it. Last week we talked about how five times in five books from four authors we've got the Great Commission. But then also you add on top of that, not only is it recorded and spoken all these times, but it's the very last thing that he said. It is the final words that Jesus shared, and he knew these would be the final words. It's not like his death came, or his ascension came suddenly. He knew he was about to ascend to the Father, and yet he chose these final words. And the reason he was so concerned with leaving us these words is because he knew that the Great Commission, above all other things, is the one thing that could help affect people's salvation. Amen. You see, there's lots of good things we can do for the kingdom of God. We can build orphanages, we can start churches, we can write books, we can do all sorts of wonderful things for the sake of the kingdom, but all of those things are actually supposed to be conduits whereby the Great Commission is fulfilled. Amen. You know, if you just start an orphanage and you never tell those kids about Jesus, you've not served an eternal purpose. Mm -hmm. You've not helped them eternally. Mm -hmm. you, you may give them food, you may give them clothes, you may give them a, a family and a home, which are all wonderful, but those things are all ultimately supposed to be conduits whereby you can share the gospel with them and bring That's them right. into the kingdom of God. Because you can feed someone, clothe them, give them a home, and they can still die and go to hell mm -hmm. unless they know Jesus. Right. And this is why Jesus left us with this command. You know, the heartbeat of God, I believe if you were to lean up against the, the chest of God, mm. It says John the Beloved was able to lean against Jesus' chest there at the, mm -hmm. at the Last Supper. I believe if you were to do that, you'd hear the heartbeat of God beating people, people, Amen. people. That's what Jesus cares about. It's the one thing we get to bring with us into heaven. And so it's so important for, the, for Jesus that, th that this was his final words, how much more important it needs to be in our lives too. Yeah, I mean, again, you're just speaking truth. Josh, uh, it's all of those things are good things, obviously, and they're things that, you know, Jesus wants us to do, but they all need to be pointing people to, uh, to the way to heaven. Mm -hmm. And it's all about preparing people for eternity. Jesus' mission statement was 
uh, and he repeated this on, on multiple occasions, that the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And so, again, Jesus had his eyes focused on eternity. And we need to do the same. We need to, um, to in the temporal world, like the world that we live in right now, this side of eternity, we need to be um, working tirelessly to help people get ready for eternity. And getting ready for eternity means repenting of your sins and trusting in Jesus Christ alone as your Savior. A hundred percent. You know, and so I, as, as you think about your life, you think, you know, I, I'm a dad, I've got three kids, and, and I think, you know, man, if I knew I only had one more conversation with those kids before I die, mm-hmm. how important would I make those words? Right. How significant would those words be? And you, you put yourself in that situation. Consider the most important final command you could give mm-hmm. to the people that you love. That's what Jesus faced before his ascension. And the final words he chose above all of them was go preach the gospel. Go make disciples. And this is our command. This is our commission. This was not just a commission given to the early church disciples, but it was to all believers. Whoever believes is called to go and to preach the gospel. And you may think, man, that's difficult. It's hard. Yes, but I'm reminded of the words of Gabriel to Mary. With man, this is impossible, but not with God, because with God, all things are possible. And so wherever you are, whatever you're calling, wherever you work, whatever your vocation, just know that God has placed you there in that season, this time, for a purpose. And the primary purpose is not to make money. It's not to be nice to people. It is to save people from hell and Amen. for heaven. It is to transfer them from the kingdom of darkness yeah. into the kingdom of his son. And that was so important to Jesus that he made it his final commission. And so many of us, we make it our, you know, something that is of so little importance, mm-hmm. at least not necessarily maybe even thought, but at least in action. And we need to prioritize it. We need to make Jesus's last words our first priority Hallelujah. so that we can bring this world uh, to Jesus and that uh, truly we can usher in his second, his second coming. I think that when I hear you saying those things, Josh, and they're all so powerful, so true, so biblical, uh, sometimes, you know, when you're listening to a podcast like this, there's a podcast by an evangelistic ministry, by two full-time evangelists, and you think, well, sure, they're saying that, but that kind of has, they have to kind of say that because... That's their job, quote-unquote, you know? Well, here's the thing. I've been a Christian for many decades, and uh, the, and then later on I became a pastor. I was not always an evangelist. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, the reason why I am an evangelist is because as time went on in my Christian life, mm-hmm. and then as time went on even as a pastor, and as I kept on reading the Bible— uh, and having the Holy Spirit really speak to me about revelation from the Bible, reading it with an open mind and an open heart, that's what really struck me after you know decades and years of being a Christian, is you know what? Uh, we really do need to be busy about the work of soul winning. Mm-hmm. And that's often the, the last thing sometimes, I, should, I said often and sometimes, but It's sometimes the last thing that uh, many people in churches get around to. And it was Jesus' really first priority. 
And so it's not like we're saying this because we have to, because we're evangelists. No, we're saying, I'm saying this and you're saying this because we've been convinced before we were evangelists, uh, in my case, years and years before I was evangel an evangelist full-time, that this actually is what's being said. So again, we're not saying it because we have to. We're saying it because it's the clear message of Scripture. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And so what we can see here in Scripture is the absolute supremacy that Jesus placed on the Great Commission. And if it was that important to him, we need to make it that important to us. And so we thank God so much that he has given us this work. You know, he, he has allowed us to play a part in the Great Commission work in reaching these lost people for the, go the glory of God. And we, we thank the Lord for that. And we pray that as you listen today that your hearts will be encouraged and your spirits will be inflamed to fulfill the Great Commission, that Jesus' last words would truly become your first priority as well. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. For more information regarding Wagner Ministries International, go to wagnerministries.org. And if you need prayer for anything, please email us at prayer at wagnerministries.org. God bless.